Hey guys, welcome in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate everybody jumping in right now. It is CancelThisShow.com. Um, we did not do our pre-show this morning, the show before the show, because we had to change some things around. Um, so we'll let we'll give people a chance to get on in as we are just now getting in. So we're backed up um, and we'll give everybody a chance to get in. So we thought we'd start with our show there. We'll give people a chance here. It's kind of our show before the show, but after we ran our intro. (laughs) (laughs) You're a poet and you didn't even know it. Uh, Of course. Um, Anyway, um, we got so many stories for Tuesday. Normally it's Monday. Uh, but my, oh my, are there so many stories here today. So many stories. Uh, by the way, um, we didn't want to upset anybody or make anybody feel shame. You have shame when it comes to the situation of us putting out um, names on cancel this in regards to patriots. Uh, that's something the marketing uh, team did in regards to trying to get attention to people who were, I guess, posting the most. Uh, we're trying to find out exactly who and why made that list. So we'll do that <laughs> when we get things going. By the way, Tabitha, we weren't able to do a show before the show this morning. So when you're ready to go, rock and roll. We're already in. So the show is the show. Today. The show the show's the show. is the show. <laughs> um. So we'll get that going. I am Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle here, Lizzie Sparks. Getting ready to talk with Dr. Mahesh Bagway, our great friend, orthopedic surgeon. Um, my son went and saw him. We'll talk about that in the morning uh, in just a little bit. Uh, coming up on the show today, uh, Republicans rolling out a new voting law. We'll get into that whole situation. It's pretty big. How about Garth Brooks? Well, we've talked about it so many times. Go woke, go broke. He's been forced to cancel a bunch of concerts. <laughs> Who would have thought the former, the former superstar who sells out concerts, even in this day and age, uh, would be forced to stop the rest of his concerts? Nobody would go to his concerts. Um, Tab's got an interesting take from her state of Illinois, her home state of Illinois. This is going to definitely piss you off when it comes to uh, landlords and illegals. We'll get into that. Uh, Kim Gardner's probe the missouri auditor continuing it's going to advance judge says yeah we're going to continue to go after this um a couple updates on the new movie the sound of freedom um i i so wish that zuckerberg and musk would get in a ring um zuckerberg's (laughs) on the receiving end of more verbal i guess joust i guess you could say from uh elon they're never going to get to a cage even though we should and finally electric car sales information Talk about sales. Are they going up or are they going down? I can tell you this. There's an increased output. We'll get into all of that. Uh, This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. It is Tuesday. It is July 11th. We're getting ready to rock and roll. Uh, But first, take a look at our partners, uh, the people who make this show possible. And by the way, before we do that, uh, special thanks. Um, Lizzie, did you say numbers continue to go up and up and up? Yes. Last week was our highest full week. And yesterday was our highest show yet. All right. We love it. That's what we're supposed to do. We need to be trending up, up, up. Please take a look at those sponsors, those advertisers, and let them know when you give them a call uh, that you heard about them on cancelthisshow.com. We'll be back in just a minute after we show you these partners. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, 
and free in home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely. Yeah, right? if, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel. Lizzie Sparks here, co-hosting, also doing all the live chat as we have. And of course, we have Dr. Mahesh Bagway, good friend of the show, um, and Projo, making us look and sound as good as we possibly can. How you been, my friend? All right. Um, you've got a lot going on these days. Man, you were, uh, since the last time we saw you, you've been working your tail off. Yes, You've been trying big. to catch up on a little uh, vacation, I think. Yes, took the kids to Colorado, did a little old-fashioned Griswold family road trip. <laughs> you guys drove to Colorado? Drove to Colorado. <laughs> My wife was not so keen on it, I think, in the beginning, but I think she enjoyed it. Uh, like, Got to take detours if we saw something fun to do, like take a railroad train in the mountains and paint for gold and and uh, stop in Dodge City, Kansas. And oh, that's do, pretty cool. Do the whole gunfight at the OK Corral reenactment. Uh, I did that same tour when I was a kid with my parents many times, actually. And as much as (laughs) at the time, it wasn't thrilling for me to be in the car that long. Those are some of my best memories. That's what I was hoping. And it's a little bit different because the kids basically these days just watch movies. They they Mm -hmm. watch movies and didn't even realize we're in a different city by the time they watch two more 
two more Disney movies. You know. Yeah, it's for the parents. And it's those, the parents yeah. who are dealing with the drive time. And those trips are, are the memories. best. Memories. They are. You're creating memories. That's yeah. more important than anything else you could do. Yeah. Correct. Take a ton of pictures, and and uh, I think they had a blast. So I don't know if I would do it every year, but it, it was good. How long of a yeah. trip was that, uh, Mesh? Well, let's see. It was. It's twelve to Denver. But when you have kids, you know, you stop for a little bit longer, bathroom breaks, and then from Denver, another two hours in the mountains. And then on the way back, we detoured. It's about two hours to detour away to Dodge City and two hours back from Dodge City back on track. So coming back, it would have been 20 hours broken up. <laughs> but we, 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 would stay, we would stay at hotels on the way. Yeah. How long of a trip was that? I think we did six days. Okay. Did, did you do most of the driving? I did most of it. You know, because somebody's got to feed all the all the monsters in the back. Yeah, how many kids do you have again? That's before. and give people an I, <laughs> give people an, an age idea of your kids and yeah, how many. A four year old, twin seven year olds, and then a teenager who's in Europe. Oh my gosh! And they are wow. all so cute. You have beautiful, wow, beautiful, a beautiful family. Yeah, they're, they're it, well. Your wife's a she's a supermodel, right? Well, I think she's a supermodel. Yes, yeah, she she is. Uh, well, she's so yeah. striking. She's a, isn't she about six foot? She's six foot tall, redhead. Yeah, yeah she's a lot of modeling. Yeah, she's striking too. And she's so sweet. She's such a sweet person. It's awesome yeah, that very patient to deal with <laughs> me and all the children. Or as I tell the kids, I'm just the biggest kid. Well, um, speaking of, we bring Dr. Mesh Bagway on to uh, partner with the show because he's one of the best orthopedic surgeons that you're going to find. I have spoken about my daughter coming to you before when she was uh, a track athlete, cross country. She had an issue. We came immediately to you. Okay, move forward. My son, my indestructible son, my 15-year-old, all of a sudden plays a ton of tournaments, lacrosse, football, you name it, and then he can't walk. And I'm like, oh, no. So who do we go see? We go see Dr. Bagway. And uh, immediately we were worried that something would be wrong. There you are looking at his foot, by the way. So we got him into the clinic. And I, everything that you have said has been spot on. Now, I don't know if you remember this specific case with my son or not. Um, but he came in. He finished a game. He was in a, sport, he was in a sporting event. It was a lacrosse game. And his foot just started to hurt while he was running. And by the end of the game, he could barely put any pressure on it. Yeah. So we came to you and you took care of him. So his problem is when I see with a lot of young athletes, especially when they're growing fast and putting on weight, muscle, and height. Um, they're used to playing a certain, you know, certain number of hours, running, sprinting. You add on a couple inches of height and some weight and some muscle, even boys and girls. And now a lot more torque when they turn and twist. And they basically cause a tendonitis in their foot, okay? And this, in his case, it was a posterior tib tendonitis. They can cause stress fractures, but that just, it doesn't happen. That's what we were worried about. Yeah. Everybody always thinks the worst. Yeah. Oh my God, broke. he could yeah. be broke. It could be a stress fracture. He's going to be in a walking boot. He's going to be out. I mean, I was yeah. thinking all these things. I was like, my God. Yeah, the, the, the stress fractures are more with the track cross-country kids, okay? Because they're, they're going to have pain and they just keep going and going. And it's every day and it wears it down. Um, for someone like your son who's playing, you know, sprinting sports, running, twisting, turning, it's the tendonitis. So we see Achilles and posterior tib tendonitis in his, in his age group. And sure enough, I think he had doubled up on sports. Maybe he was overlapping two seasons at the mm -hmm. same time, which you usually find out is, oh, he's finishing basketball and he was also doing baseball practice and running at them. And they overlap for a couple of weeks. And it doesn't usually happen the first day or two because, you know, their bodies can handle it. But after you do that wear and tear, 
back-to-back sports for a week or two, then all of a sudden one of these tendons get inflamed. And I believe in his case, most of the time at that young age group, you just give it some time. <clears throat> and, you know, a week or two of letting that tendon rest, they're going to heal it up and be back ready to go. It's been about three weeks. After the first week, he went out and tried to cut because he didn't feel anything, and then he started to feel it again. Yeah. So then we had to wait another week. And then he didn't do anything. And then he finally came back yesterday. It was about three weeks later mm-hmm. and he was able to cut and Felt no, good. and no issues. So we're praying that I said, easy, easy, easy. And it's, I mean, these kids are more indestructible than we are as adults. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. the, what you get when it's adults coming in for work related in, injuries or things like that. But that's where physical therapy, I think helps a lot. Um, I use a lot, of, I partner with a lot of physical therapists to, to, and trust them to help guide people back to activity. And when it comes to adults, I have adults say, well, I'll just do my own rehab. And I'm like, well, if you really want to get back active and get back to a high level sport, you probably need a therapist to help guide you along because they're used to seeing this, they're used to doing this. So that, that's where I have therapy help. And also with the younger kids, like, like your son, sometimes I'll say, you know, three weeks, four weeks. And if they have no pain at all, their, their brain almost forgets they heard that because it doesn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. And, and people come back and say, well, you know, I'm sorry, Doc, it's been, you know, three weeks, but a week ago he started running and he's been playing. Well, sometimes nature just takes over and overrides what any of us tell them and they feel good. Um, but it is good that you're watching him try to run and cut and see oh, yeah. how it went. Yeah, well, we're trying to do our best with that. Talking with Dr. Mahesh Bagway, drmaheshbagway.com, drmaheshbagway.com. If you have any issues with your feet, your ankles, your knees, uh, there's no better, nobody better to call than Dr. Mahesh Bagway, uh, St. Louis native, um, Wash U man, uh, been helping. How many years have you been doing this now? I think I'm at 20 years now. Oh my gosh. 20 years <laughs> in practice, it's which the, even shocked me. It's the experience that means so much. Do you have time to answer a listener question? Sure. So I, every time I'm out, believe it or not, somebody is always asking me to ask you questions and I don't remember most of them, <laughs> but I'm going to start writing them down. Uh, but I know a, a couple weeks ago, somebody asked me next time we saw you do to bring this up. Mm-hmm. And I know that you don't necessarily deal with hips, but I would think the same thing would, what, what about, what advice do you give to people as they age and they start getting stress fac- fractures from whatever cause? I don't even know what causes a stress fracture. Okay, so stress fracture basically is when you have more cumulative daily trauma to a bone that you can make up for sleeping at night and resting, okay? So that can happen from uh, a couple different common scenarios. One would be, you all of a sudden get really active and you're running and you're jogging and your body can't keep up to do the repairs every night. So let's say every day, on a normal day, you, you irritate your bone by just walking maybe a percent, okay? And at night, you repair that percent. But let's say you add on running and jogging and now you injure your bones. When I say injury, just the impacts of running and jogging and walking, it kind of irritates the bones, 2%, but, and your body can make it up. But now you increase that and your body can only make up 1% every night, but you're doing 2%. Every day you're losing a percent, and at some point that bone's going to get weak enough to crack. Mm-hmm. Okay, or you're doing the same level of activity, but you have osteoporosis and you didn't know it, or you uh, haven't been checked for a long time, and your your bone density went down. If your bone density's edging downward and can't do repairs as well, and your bone's not as strong, and even if your activity level is the same, you could get a stress fracture too. So those are the two common scenarios: either there's increased activity, or people didn't realize it and they have osteoporosis. And so the nice thing about osteoporosis is 
not the nice thing, but you could get evaluated by your primary care doctor, start on calcium, vitamin D. If that's not enough, go up to the next level of medications to try to strengthen the bones. And then for exercise, the big thing I'd like to tell people is start with non-impact activity. So people like to go for aerobics class or for a walk every day or for a jog. I tell them that's fine, but you got to alternate in days of non-impact. Non-impact means elliptical, bicycle, swim, because that gives an extra day for your body, your bones to recover from those impacts. So people say, oh yeah, I started walking six days a week. I'm like, well, no, instead of walking six days a week, walk, walk one day, then, then cycle the next, then walk, then cycle. And I, I bet you'll find that your, your, your bones can recover and you won't have this problem again. Oh, that makes sense. So, but it's not that you couldn't run seven days a week or six days a week, but you have to ease into it. You have to ease into that over weeks or months, especially the older you get, the more time you need to ease into things. We're all getting yeah. older. Yeah, we start to see how that whole situation goes. Uh, talk to Dr. Mahesh Bagway, orthopedic specialist. Um, before we talk about AI, because you want to get into all that, I, I found it. Int- I wanted to show some pictures. We found some pictures of your <laughs> oh, no. trip. We, got, we wanted to show, <laughs> we wanted to show your family yeah, as you guys. Where, where was that? This is outside of Vail. There was a, a, a ranch that would did you get horseback rides through the mountains. And the little guy was too small, so he just did a pony ride. Uh, and then I took the twins up into the mountains and I thought it was just going to be like a little stroll around. No, we were going up mountain hills, steep paths. I, I mean, I always feel bad for the horses when they got to carry me. So <laughs> I just feel bad for them. So I'm just saying I'm sorry the whole time to the horse. Yeah, we got a couple other pictures we'll pop through. What, where was that? Okay, this is in Idaho Springs. Uh, we toured the, the, uh, the old gold mine there. And so that's a hatch where at some point, I believe hundred years ago, some miners had connected to underground with explosives, underground bodies of water, and it blew through and it killed everybody in the mine and flooded the whole valley. And so they had to build this like, you know, 10 inch steel door there to keep the water from coming through. The government had to come in because it was, it turned into a, a major disaster. Damn. So they kind of gave us the history and showed you how to, you know, the gold panning worked and the process. And, uh, that was like, that's the nice thing about road trips. You could take these detours. You know, these detours that are 30, 40 minutes away from your destination. You look uh, normal there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. This is Dodge Oh, City. look at that picture. The, the cowboy hat works for you, man. You make Love it great, it. John Wayne. This yes. is Dodge City, one of you know, the <laughs> tourist things. Great. But boy, they, 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 made, they did a good, good job there. They made it look... They made it look... And for our podcast listeners, we're showing pictures of Dr. Mahesh and his family from the trip that we were just talking about. <laughs> That's good. It's a pretty funny picture. She said, "Okay, the men look serious. The women, the women smile." And I'm like, "Okay, that's a weird picture." <laughs> I think we had at least one more. Aww. A Georgetown Loop. This is a, a little train run that goes around. It's between Idaho Springs and Denver. There's a, a train station that kind of takes you through through the mountains a little bit, and so it's just a very scenic ride, 30, 40 minutes. But it's something something different to do with the family. Although this is the day we got to the mountains, and I realized that. I'm getting older too, because boy, that altitude. Yeah, I, I would get up, and my wife's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I think I'm okay." What if this? If tomorrow I'm, this is happening, were I'm you hydrating? Younger. Were you drinking a ton of water? I, I thought I was, but maybe I was. I'd been driving all day, and I maybe I had too much like energy drinks or caffeine. But I was getting a little dizzy, and then the next day it was gone. And and you know, it's just typical when you go up to altitude, you always forget. I mean, usually you're in your ski resort or or go to Colorado for for things like that. Um, and the first day maybe you're acclimating, but we drove straight from Denver to here. And I was just, wow, why am I dizzy? Is there something wrong with me? No, just altitude. You know what? Three, three years ago, I was staying at a friend's house at about 11,000 feet. It was one of the most 
impressive golden Colorado, one of the most impressive views that I've ever had in my life. And two days in myself and one of my sons were sick as we both thought we had the flu and the other son's like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Let's go. This is amazing. Long story short, we were drinking water, thought everything was fine. We came down to Denver to have dinner. And within 40 minutes, we both felt great. Yeah. Could not believe how serious that elevation sickness, the altitude mm-hmm. sickness can can jump in, even if you're drinking water and hydrating. Yeah, so the, you, you can. There's some medications that supposedly help that. I didn't try that. Um, but there are some medication steroids that supposedly help that that from getting. Oh, I would do it again if I went up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's talk, for sure. Going up to the mountains, even the, the mountain peaks, you've been skiing before. Though. I'm surprised it didn't bother you then. Not, but- not at that. I'd never been that, not at that elevation. Wow. No, so yeah, that messed me up big time. I was like, holy crap, what a terrible spring break. <laughs> but anyway, uh, love the pictures. Thanks for sharing oh, that no with problem. us. Hey, the last time, everybody's talking about AI. Yes. AI this, AI that. Um, there's an article that was just released um, yesterday. It was CNN, Fox News, I can't remember where it is, talking about the AI advancement in the workplace mm-hmm. for medical doctors and what you guys are doing. Is it affecting what you do from an orthopedic standpoint? And if so, how? Uh, at this point, it's it's starting to. There, there's some opportunities for the technology to assist. So we, we really wouldn't, as a surgeon, I wouldn't have AI um, take over or run a surgery, okay? But for instance, there's already been robotic-assisted surgery, especially in urology for a long time, where you have a, a, basically a, a robot that's doing surgery on the inside of the body that you're controlling from the outside because of the type of surgery it is. And, and the way to get in is a very small pathway. So urologists have been using it, general surgeons use it uh, to maybe assist them. That's just running a machine basically with your hands. Now AI is different when you use artificial intelligence. Some of the things that it could be helpful with, for instance, is in cancer treatment. So there's so many medications, so many different types of cancer, so many different stages, and each doctor can't just off the top of their head know, oh, what's the best drug or experimental drug? So things like AI can, can look at the, the variables of your patient, what they have, and then piece that together with maybe some of the research that's out there and figure out what's a better treatment plan. So that's where maybe the technology could help. Really, it's a better search engine in that sense. Now, AI and orthopedics, um, there are some opportunities where when we're doing a surgery and have it on the screen or on a monitor, like doing like an arthroscopy, the AI can go look at what's on the screen label and mark and measure things on the screen for us without us having to stop the surgery, get out a ruler or the the mouse and click and measure. And it automatically knows, okay, we're doing a knee arthroscopy. It's going to see the parts of a knee joint. And the computer will start putting measurements on the screen of and, and marking what you're seeing, like, oh, that's the meniscus, that's the condyle, that's the kneecap, and, and measure cartilage injuries so that live, as you're doing the surgery, it's giving you that information because it can recognize what the inside of a knee looks like or a shoulder. Um, and that is helpful because now you can tell the person who's assisting you or the sales rep, okay, I need a, a five millimeter plug of cartilage to put in that hole or to repair that with because it just showed you right off, right immediately what, what the injury is. Or by that measurement, I could tell I need three anchors. Okay, so in that sense, the AI is recognizing things so you don't have to stop and try to do that on a computer, and then now you can just be able to keep moving forward. So that's where I think it could help in surgery. Are you using it yet, or have you used it? No, it is, it is available, and it's happening. Caliber uh, Labs has a product where they're 
that, that does exactly what I was talking about. It, it labels and measures in live time so that you can get information as a surgeon. And then the same information they can put on, you know, people have gotten pictures from their surgeon maybe after their surgery. Oh, here's their, your knee scope. And they just look at it and they're like, I don't know what I'm looking at. But, you know, the AI would have labeled all the different structures on the page for them. I love that. It, it, it seems like it would streamline the process, make your job easier, you know, and, and yes. obviously shortened, I would think, surgery time. Yeah, so that, like I said, without you having to stop and try to make measurements or, because there are devices in surgery, little probes that have rulers on them, old-fashioned rulers. So you put it in, in the knee, and you look at the screen, and you try to count, oh, three marks is three millimeters. Okay, but instead, the machine, the AI, can just make that measurement. And doesn't matter what angle you're looking at it from, doesn't matter if it's an older person, younger person, it, the, that's where the artificial intelligence aspect can t just give you that information because it's figured it out for you. So that's where I don't think, in surgery at least, AI is gonna take over what we do because you need to have a, a live person to do the surgery. If something goes wrong, if something changes, something, you still need a surgeon to be making those decisions, but the assistance with analyzing what you're seeing and measurements, that can be very helpful. We have a we have a viewer, uh, Nesh had said, AI was used to replace her Golden's ACL. I've never heard of a Golden's ACL. Yeah, that's, so that's basically in veterinary surgery. So it's they might have called it AI, okay? But what they're really talk, talking about is um, a machine that's assisting the surgeon, okay? So they have, even for knee replacements, they have machines that you can calibrate for a person's anatomy or a dog's anatomy from a CT scan. So CT scan, you can put markers on a CT scan, which basically maps out a bone. And then you can put a metal marker. And then in surgery, you, you put a little metal pin, let's say. And now the computer goes, okay, this is the exact angle of the cuts. And this is where it should line up to cut mm -hmm. and drill a hole, okay? Could that be AI assisted? Really, it's probably robotic assisted surgery is what they're talking about. So they have that now for total knees. And there's, there's surgeons in town who do a lot of robotic assisted knees. And the technology, it doesn't replace you. It more, it, it takes the, the, the CT scan, all that information that you get from all these tests you do before surgery, and it puts in the computer so that you can see that live as you're doing the surgery, or even the machine guides you for those cuts. Okay, so it, it guides you in that it, tell, it can tell that, oh, you're drilling way off the wrong angle, doctor. <laughs> and, it, and the machine will say, you need to be at this angle. Um, so those are the kind of things where assisted robotic or AI-assisted surgery. So you'd trust the machine. You'd trust the computer. I, I know. I would. So <laughs> no, I think that, that's a big surgeons, deal. All the surgeons yeah. who use that technology, the way they start is first they do it on a, a bone model, a piece of plastic. Okay, so this is the way we learn how to do surgery. So a new techniques. So they'll say, oh, we have this new equipment. We have this new thing. And the first thing that you do is look pictures of it and see if it makes sense to you. Does this technology, what you're telling me, this new device, does it make sense to me? Do I understand it? Okay. And then you'll say, at least for orthopedics, I would say, well, let's do it on a, on a saw bones, which is basically a reproductive, a reproduced piece of bone um, that kind of looks, has the shape of a bone. And then you would try it on that. And then you say, okay, the next step, let's try it in a lab. So lab would be with cadavers, mm -hmm. okay? So you wanna see what it feels like going into real bone and, and doing it. And then if that goes well and makes sense to you, then you would do it in real surgery. And you're probably saying, oh my gosh, well, how do you, how do you translate that over? Well, at this point, 
there's not anything that is so far different that it's outside of things we've already done. They're usually variations of what we've done already. So if there's some new technology that somebody shows me, I've done some version that's very similar to it, and this is just a slight change or just a little bit different. But I still would go through all those steps before I really used something. Um, so for the assisted robotic assisted surgeries, same thing. That's the kind of thing I would probably do it on a lab first, a couple times, and then in, in, uh, and in all those machines, the doctor can always override what the machine's doing. And it's not, the ones that are out there, the machine doesn't do it by itself. You still have to do, control it and push it. It's just putting some guardrails on there. Now that makes sense. Um, and then you can override those if you really wanted to. I would trust your opinion versus yeah. the computer. <laughs> yeah. Robot exactly. For sure, for sure. Hey, can you remind people exactly what it is that you do and how you can help families, whether it's uh, teenagers or whether yes. it's adults into their 80s, just to make sure everybody knows what they can do by setting up an appointment with you if they have any sorts of issues? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a board, orth board certified orthopedic surgeon, and I did an additional uh, year of training in ankle and foot reconstruction. So basically, orthopedic surgery covers everything from the spine, hips, knees, uh, ankles, any bones, any joints, okay? Uh, uh, but my specialty is in knees and ankles. Now over the years from doing trauma surgery for a long time, I've seen broken wrists and broken hips and treated those. So I still have those come into the office once in a while, but my main treatment is knees, uh, ankles, and feet, okay? And what I would do is if somebody has a pain that doesn't seem like it's their normal ache and pain. Let's say develop something that's been bothering them and it's not going away. They've tried Advil, Motrin, ice. Um, they might have played some sports when they were, that aggravated this, but it won't go away. If it's not really getting better, that's the kind of thing I'd be happy to take a look at. Okay, that's for aches and pains. Now, of course, if somebody falls and they're on vacation or they're here in town and they injure something and they go to the ER and they said, oh, you have a broken ankle. Well, they're gonna get a list that says, go see these doctors if, if you want. And those are just recommendations because the ER has to put somebody on there for them to follow up with. Those same people could just choose their own doctor. So I would have them uh, contact our website or call our office and I'd be happy to look at it. We get people who've come back from vacation, um, broken something and they didn't want surgery in some far off country. They fly back and we try to put them in right away to get fixed and see them right away. So my goal is to see people as soon as I can without having them wait uh, and then figure out if this needs to be address surgically or not surgically and, and get them taken care of right away. So I believe I take, you know, anywhere from teenagers to adults. I know you're working your tail off. I want to get you out of here. I know you got things going. One other quick question. Uh, we had a, a viewer said, doc, I went to my chiropractor and he popped me, but then I had a big knot pop on my ankle. I need advice. Uh, you... That could be a lot of different things. It sounds like if all of a sudden you get a, a big bubble around your ankle, that's probably a cyst, the fluid-filled cyst. Um, sometimes we drain those. I, I don't know if there was no trauma to the ankle, if there's a real like tendon or bone injury, but when people just all of a sudden come in and they got a big like golf ball on the side of their ankle and they said they didn't do anything and it's not painful, it's usually a fluid-filled. So all our joints and tendons have lubrication, fluid around them, and sometimes it gets irritated or it overproduces and it makes a little bubble. So you can drain those usually and that's usually the end of it if it's one of those, uh, if it's a ganglion cyst. But if it's painful, I mean, that could be a lot of things. I would want to look at it myself. Yeah, DrMeshBagway.com, DrMeshBagway.com. Michelle, if you could make an appointment, go see Doc. Uh, he gets you in quick. I know you work your tail off. You're always there. <laughs> That's for sure. And Doc, do you have cards? And the reason why I ask is <clears throat> my husband was on the chat line reminding that he's a track coach and he's often having 
people that have problems with exactly what your specialty is. Yeah. And then when he's asked, he needs something to hand them. Yes. So, okay. So we can, we can get those. I mean, the website's easy. Okay. Um, we might be having an office location change okay. in five or six months. So we're not, we didn't print new cards. Makes sense. Makes that's sense. Why. So that's why I always refer people to the website. Very good. But uh, if your husband needs cards, we still have some with the old address. Okay. That's fine. I mean, it's not, it's not hard to find us. We'll get them Great. to you. Great. We'll find Very a good. way to do that. Hey, Doc, appreciate it, my friend. Good Great segment. Love it. And uh, thanks for sharing those picks. Those were great picks. If people send in questions, see if you could save them up till the next time I come in. You know, okay, we'll be looking can, at that. I can hit them. And, uh, great. Everybody has a great day. All right, Doc, appreciate it, man. Have an awesome day. Dr. Mahesh Bagway, of course. Dr. Thank you very much, Doc. DrBagway.com. DrMaheshBagway.com. Appreciate that. Um, we also have people that come up with those questions. It's like, okay, I'm trying to think when we get them in, what can we do? Uh, he did help me with my son, which was fantastic. So I was glad, glad to get my son back out with the, the proper advice because you'll get advice from all kinds of different people. And it's good to get good advice from someone you can know and trust. <clears throat> exactly. You know, because especially the... You know, that's why I asked him the question about aging. I, you know, we have a, a lot of listeners. I mean, us ourselves, people we know. You know, when you go through the process of aging, as we continue to age, you know, our bodies go through so many changes, just like they do when you're an adolescent. Yeah, we're not yes. invincible. That's no, for sure. This is CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel, Lizzie Sparks alongside, as is Projo, uh, running the engineering boards. A lot of topics to get into today, but we got to start with something that's that gives us a good laugh, don't we? Because he provides something to us every single day. Who am I talking about? Joe Biden, all the freaking time. All right. Joe Biden is on this European tour. He's not talking about what's happening in this country. He's not talking about the economy. He's not meeting about what's happening with BRICS. It's all climate change. Literally, it's all climate change and what's happening in Ukraine, uh, as Tabitha says, a.k.a. Biolabs, um, protecting them. Um, so then Joe yesterday, <laughs> he's, he's visiting King Charles third he hasn't seen him in a while two peas in the same pod um and you've just check this out we're gonna set it up here's what happens joe biden is lost we'll run it twice where he's lost and king charles is like what the truck dude come over this way <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no joe go with them oh he's trying to help you he's such a buffoon and then he puts his arm around him. You're not supposed to touch him. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the king. You can't just like you can't touch just him. touch the king. Like, yeah, uh, dude. Charles like, come on, dude. Military. He has no idea. He's like, oh, that guy looks like a nutcracker. <laughs> oh I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> you know what? That's really two creepy old men walking. That I have no respect. You got to show that again, Neither. Joe. I got to yeah. see you? it again. Neither jo belong. Joe, in I've got to no. see that again, man. That that's. I'm sorry. I just got to see that again. That's all right. That's all right. It's all good. I was hoping we could see it again. That's fine. That's enough. Oh my god. Oh my oh. god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Even when he's not talking, if he's out in public, something's happening. He's always lost. Have you noticed that? He is always lost. He's always turning in one direction when he belongs in a different direction. People are always guiding him. Do you know how many countless videos there are? out there of people guiding him from one location to the other. Right. He has no idea what he's doing. Uh, I can guarantee <clears throat> you at his own home, he is kept in a corner. Yes. Because they don't want him wandering around the house and getting lost. What, like yeah. on a like on a tether? 
I'm not saying on a tether, an but you know, tether. But they probably have them in a room, you know, in, or I had in an a electric, basement or I had an electric fence for my dog once so that he like couldn't that. get away. I highly doubt he has free roam. <laughs> Of his entire house. He might be. You know how little kids have that little <clears throat> leash on their parents' arm? I would not be surprised <laughs> if somebody has a little <clears throat> leash on him. I, I really, I think he's probably spends most ice of his cream. time in a wheelchair or ice, yeah, I bet you're ice right. cream, Joe. Ice, ice cream. cream. He's Joe. in a little rubber room with stuffed animals. Uh, yeah, something yeah, along those so, lines. Joe. Well, I've been saying it for, I don't know, maybe three weeks to a month. And Sean Hannity of Fox News started saying it yesterday publicly. He says he 100% feels as if the Democrats are trying to get rid of the DNC, get rid of Biden and Kamala because yeah. they see what's coming. They yep. know what's coming. They know what's and coming. I don't know why he's saying it now. I don't know if there's something that he's heard, if he's gotten some sort of information from one person or another or back channels, or if it's just all the craziness that's going on that puts the White House in a situation that we've never seen with anybody in the history of this country. We already know no White House has seen this much trouble, this much embarrassment, this much like what the truck is going on than this administration. And it's a common sentiment because there's a lot of people out there right now saying all of this is done with intention to get him out so they can bring Newsom in. Um, but it's I, possible. Uh, yeah, it's certainly oh. possible. I'm sure that's it. Well, we heard it for the first time. Another big headline that came out yesterday, too, was the fact that the man that came forward with information on the Biden crime syndicate family is now being charged by the DOJ. Framed. Oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. He comes forward saying that he's got it. Now, I think they're trying to, as being an arms dealer. Well, I think, they're trying to say he is actually a, a China... Chinese informant or, you know, something like that. But, you know, we all know what this is. You know, there are laws to protect whistleblowers, right? Well, they just find a way to circumvent that and charge them. So so now he's a spy is what he is. It's, it's so ridiculous. The problem that you have with this whole situation going on now, once again, it just looks very dirty, very sketchy, very Biden-esque, which is what we have seen. Um, I How much more can this administration take? Because... It's almost as if, and we talked about it, they don't care. The DOJ doesn't care. They got to, once you cover up one thing, you got to keep covering up, cover up, cover up, cover up, cover up, cover up. And you have all these people coming forward and it's not stopping. And then the embarrassment on top of everything that's going on. My God, I, I, I'm trying to save the pile on effect. I mean, even Trump came out yesterday with a long quote about the cocaine that was found in the White House. And he's saying it's 100% hunters because they have video. They would know they would release it in a heartbeat. But the one person who it can't be is Joe's, Kamala's, or Hunter's. It does. Mm. It, it does make you wonder because I would think if it was just Trump a was staffer, alleging it was Biden to give him a little it. life and energy. Oh, that was the quote. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That could be for sure. Coke Joe up. Yeah, I, I would think that if it were just a staffer or something or a tourist or whatever they try to blame it on, we'd already see the video Correct. by now. Correct. And they're not showing us the video for a reason mm -hmm. because it's someone who is important. That's right. It, That's right. And it has to be one of those people. Those are the three most, aren't well, they? They're the people who wouldn't have to go through the same security clearances as others. They're not going to have to go back the past the drug sniffing dogs or go through the metal detectors or go through the personal searches because they allowed to come in through a back entrance. Well, Troy Hunter says it was Hunter's and Tabitha and I didn't believe it was Hunter's, but now I have to believe 100% we have proof that it was not Hunter's cocaine because the bag was full.
gosh, that's right. The bag was full. Thank oh. you for getting that, Tabitha. You laughed. You're like, <laughs> it's, it's still hard for me to believe. I, I'm still one of those people where I have a hard time believing that Joe Biden is ever in the real White House. So I keep thinking to myself, how do we know Hunter has ever been there? <laughs> right? I can I, see I, why you think and that I'm not, for sure. I am absolutely not kidding. People probably oh. think I'm completely nuts for saying that. But I am not convinced that they have ever been in the real White House. I'm not convinced. Yeah. Well, I, That's I a Friday that. conspiracy theory for it you, is. for sure. Yeah, we need to talk about that on Friday. For <laughs> my sure. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that stuff oh. is happening. Um, also... Um, Guys, we've talked about this. Um, go woke, go broke. I have no idea why Garth Brooks did what he did when he came out. Um, I have been told that Garth Brooks is a liberal in the past. Do we have any? Have you heard that before? I've always heard that he's yes. a liberal. And yes. well, I mean, he and he's made he made songs about being more on the liberal side. Yes, he so has. I mean, it's not surprising. No, yeah, not surprising at all. But well, he's going to be in Farm Aid soon. <laughs> just announced what? yesterday the what? new farm aid i, I believe it, oh is wow it in indianapolis i can't remember recall are you sure is. he's still but who's i am 100 percent sure who are the artists in farm aid you caught me off guard uh, i just looked at it earlier i don't remember but i know he is definitely one of the people who's going to be in farm aid in september well garth brooks um has some issues um he came out was it last month maybe yeah it's probably been about four weeks three and a half four weeks where he said that he was going to serve proudly Bud Light in his Nashville bar. One of the dumbest things from a financial standpoint that man Correct. could have ever done. Um, Garth Brooks is now canceling the remaining dates of his Las Vegas tour because people aren't coming. I can believe that. I know people that are staunch conservatives that knew he was a liberal and loved him anyway. But now Selling they're out done. shows all over, all over the, the world place. and not anymore. Right. People aren't going. One of our Democrat viewers on this show said, he's massive. It won't affect him. Yeah, well, that guy isn't on the show anywhere to be found today so far sticking up for Garth Brooks to admit Correct. that he was wrong, saying that this would not affect Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks was not Teflon. Garth Brooks is playing to crowds like this now when we <laughs> asking people to come down to the front row from the nosebleeds because he can't get anybody to listen. I'm sorry. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding this photo because some people say it was photoshopped. Yeah. yeah. And other people say it was real. And I don't know what the truth is. And I the, don't know either. But we do know that he that it has been reported he's canceled the dates. Now, he can always say, well, I'm going to uncancel them. But... In an article that he did, or it was an interview that he did recently, um, he was asked these questions. He said that um, he had no choice but to cancel the rest of his Las Vegas contract. Now, this, when it was sent, was according to the DunningKrugerTimes.com. I've, I've been trying to find it to make sure that it was a legitimate article. I looked at his concert dates earlier today. As of mm -hmm. now. Did you find anything? I did. I mean, as of now, you know, he is booked for in Las Vegas. At the Coliseum from June through twenty. Do we think that it was a fake post? I think it could be a fake post, but but you know there he there is a break in, but I think that he canceled some dates also for Farm Aid because they have Got to it. do all these practices. And I just looked up Farm Aid by the way, if you guys want to get back to that at some point. I do. What what? Who are the artists? So, so that some are of the there? people in Farm Aid: Willie Nelson, Neil Young, John Mellencamp, Bob Weir, Dave Matthews. Um, is there even a conservative in that bunch that you just rattled off? I don't see anyone else. 
pro- oh, I'm I'm sure there's not. <laughs> I'm sure right. there's not. And John Mellon. Neil, Neil Young won't be there because he's worried about COVID. I shouldn't have said that word. I just said the bad word, the bad C word. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, we're currently (laughs) in a timeout from YouTube. Uh, It was a seven-day timeout. The other bad C word. Right, right, the other bad word. Yeah, we told told people about that yesterday. Um, So hopefully that didn't extend the timeout. But we'll see. We're, we'll it's see hard where. not to say the it, word. No, because it's yeah. part of the actual daily yes, news. Yes, it is. And it is hard literally not to say it. the reason why Neil Young, which we don't need him to play anyway, is I will never. I support our farmers. I, I probably do won't watch Farm Aid. Because I won't of watch it. The bands that are playing in Farm Aid. And I used to like some of Neil Young's songs back years ago when I was a kid. And I, I love his music. Me too. And I can't but listen he's a to moron. him anymore because he's just so mean to conservatives. He is so mean. He's mean. I can't listen to him. I mean, I can still listen to people that are not of my political persuasion as long as they're not mean Two people right of center on purpose just I do, to be an ass. I do like Willie Nelson. I do too. I do too. But I don't think he real. I mean, I think he might be liberal, but I don't think he comes out and says I think he it. just wants to be high all the time. I agree. I don't I think agree. he cares. I, I think so too. But in the right. midst of going woke, going broke, another update, because we did so much coverage of the whole Bud Light situation. Bud Light, by the way, it was announced over the weekend as now not even one of the top 10 beers in America. Did, yes. That's yeah. how far... The descent continues to go. Did you see now that the CEO and other staffers are begging people to go back to buying their products? And they're reminding people to think of the 65,000 employees. And by the boycott, we're going to put all of those people out of work. I mean, they have hit absolute desperation. Here's the problem with saying that. Once again, yeah, you should be. And we have talked about that on this show from the get-go in regards to what Bud Light was doing to their customer or doing to their employees. But that's not consumer's fault. Nobody's forced to buy products. It's on you, Mr. CEO. It's on you, marketing team, for doing what you did. Because here's the thing. We all make mistakes in life. If you have been shown to make a mistake and it's hurting your product, stop, apologize, get better, move on. They, but it's our fault. They're, put, they're putting the blame on us. They've screwed right, up they are. yet again. Yes. That they can stand up for their beliefs. But when we stand up for, let's say, ours and we boycott a product, we're the bad guys. Correct. It's our fault. These 65,000 people may be out of work. Well, I don't right. feel Come as if now. the CEO is going to go anywhere because he doubled, tripled, quadrupled down again just last week saying that they are committed to the transgender movement and are not changing their views. The ESG scores and so forth, they're there, they're real. We've broken that down on several podcasts, but you can't blame consumers when they choose to go somewhere else. And then that CEO blowing it up. I mean, it's almost as if this guy has been given a script on how to destroy the company. because And blame no, it on us. Nobody... <laughs> Yet nobody is this bad day after day after day besides Joe Biden. Seriously. And he's got an excuse because of cognitive failure. The CEO from Anheuser does not. Does not. They don't. They, they, he knows better. That is a smart dude. This is all on purpose. And they're being, whether they're being pushed to do it or not, it almost makes you wonder, is it on purpose why they're doing what they're doing? Because it certainly doesn't make any sense to me. 
not at all. There is no way in hell this makes sense to anybody. It doesn't make sense, but I just do not think they can help themselves. They've just gotten so far of the mindset of the wokeness that they really feel like they're virtuous and that they're bettering the country and they can't help themselves. Well, that's InBev. And we have to remember that it's not the folks that we know at Budweiser. Correct. It's not Correct. those folks. It is no. not the Bush family. No, I mean, it is not and, the Bush and I don't know how the Bush family only feels, one, by the way. Only one. I do know some of the Bushes, and only one. And what was their name? Trudy. I think she's about the only liberal. I think you're correct. I have met many of them, but I've not really heard their political opinions. Yeah. I've been to a couple like events where the Bushes have been, and they're definitely right of center, except for Trudy, I think. No, they are. No, oh, or whatever her name. Well, she's a Democrat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Democrat. She is definitely because she a ran Democrat. against Eric Schmidt. Correct. Correct. Was I? I, I couldn't no, remember. No, I was. That think, was the right no, name. you're. No, what you said. No, you're yeah, right. You were right. I was just maybe thinking because I know some bushes, and I was like, "Are you sure?" I think there's some other ones that are left. Yeah, I think, there's, there's I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. And then I didn't. I was like, "Yeah, I, if I don't know one." But InBev is a whole other animal. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course it is. Exactly. It, it's foreign. It's European, and uh, they have different thoughts over there than we do. No, so it's not stopping. And that's the problem that we have when we're dealing with all of that stuff. Um, there was one thing I wanted to jump into. Um, the whole We've talked about this, the Sound of Freedom movie. Um, I, was, I may try to go see that tonight. But, oh, but you've got to go see it. If you haven't seen it, you have got to go see it. It is so eye-opening. I, I just get frustrated when I see some of the things that are happening with this. Do we still have the video from that woman? We'll play it in a second. Pop us back up, Joe. I appreciate it. I want to give, some, uh, give a couple of the updates that were going on because it's interesting. This movie had zero budget. Tabitha talked about how, I think you talked about how movie- there We was so- started talking about this movie three years ago. Think about that. Three you brought it up ago. three You brought three it up. Three years ago. And we had listeners back then asking about it when are we going to see this movie when are we going to see this movie and it has been absolutely phenomenal you know what i love the most about this outside of the message that needs to be seen and me being in the film industry i've been telling people this for years (laughs) faith-based films films that are truthful films that are put out there that have real meaning will sell tickets and it's so hard i think to convince theater owners of that Mm -hmm. but but look they've they've struggled with movies since the C word happens. Yeah. I mean, struggle to put good content out there. And this is all it takes is truthfulness. Okay. Yes. Before we continue with the story, I just saw Heather. Heather, thoughts and prayers to your dad who's having a heart surgery today. We did see that. Um, we have we we are multitaskers. Joe said he can't believe how uh, myself, Eric, Lizzie, and Tab can do like f- four, five, six, seven things all at once. <laughs> We did see it. It just sometimes we can't get to all of it ourselves right there. Uh, but I wanted to break it down again because Tabitha told us, yeah, movie studios had this and nobody did anything. Well, Angel Studios, who Tabitha told us about, bought it from Disney and then they tried to sell it to Amazon. They took it to Amazon. Amazon said, get out of here. Amazon wanted no part. Think about it. And of course, we know what Amazon's about. So they took it to Netflix. They got turned down. nobody wanted anything so they decided to do pre-sell tickets they were able to get in 2600 theaters and they beat indiana jones on the fourth of july we gave those numbers indiana jones of course produced by disney these are just facts these aren't opinions these are the scorecards disney got their asses kicked by the sound of freedom and angel studios which is remarkable this is my humble opinion the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team upsetting the Russians. Yes. They did it. Of course, it's based on a true story. 
Uh, we've talked about it. Tim Ballard, CIA agent that went and kind of stumbled upon kids and found out about a bunch of trafficking that was going on. How about this for a breakdown? Indiana Jones budget, $294.7 million. Sound of Freedom's budget, 15 $15 million. And on that July 4th, it's great when you break it down. Indiana Jones released in 4,600 theaters. Sound of Freedom, 2,600 theaters. 2,000 less it. theaters. Love Yet, it. on the 4th of July, you had Sound of Freedom grossing about $3.5 million more than Indiana Jones. Love it. And it continues Love to go it. up and up and up. And now, Angel Angel Studios, they have so much going on. And the reason why I had also brought up Angel Studios a few weeks ago, it was even before Sound of Freedom was was talked about being released. Mm -hmm. And that's because they have a new series coming out called Homestead. And I I cannot wait until this is released. But what's really great, Angel Studios, go to angel.com. I just saw, as a matter of fact, yesterday, I get emails from them. They're, ha they're having a special right now for Sound of Freedom, where if you donate X amount of dollars to their cause, they'll give you free tickets. And so you can get free tickets at angel.com anyway, because they have a pay it a, like a pay it forward program. But if you really like the content you're seeing from Angel Studios, you can actually still be an investor. You can go in wow. and that's, become that's an investor. That is. And, and that's what we wow. talked about. I think, Vic, on the day that you were, you were out, you can be an investor mm -hmm. in Angel yes. Studios and you can be part of the movement that they have. Yeah, that's awesome. That it is. is so good and if know. you go to angel.com, you can read about how you can become an investor. And one way, as I see, Kimberly, to have your voice heard is to go and invest in that money. Go yes. watch the movie. Go, go watch, watch the movie. It. Go and watch it. the movie. And then those those totals get counted. Wow. People in America want to see this movie. Sold we out. want to see more. Yeah. It's you know, if go online, I would say to buy your tickets because I'm hearing from people who tell me, well, I went to Ronnie's, I went to here, I went to there, and it was sold out. Are you yes. serious? Yes. Completely sold I've out. Heard that too. So I would suggest if you're going to go, you can go to angel.com to buy tickets, you can go to Fandango, you can go to the you know direct site for the different theaters, buy your tickets in advance. I'm a big Jim Caviezel fan, always have been, especially since The Passion, when you have a man who's willing to give up everything in Hollywood. And then, of course, he came back uh, even stronger after being blackballed. Um, his sitcom, Person, or Person of Interest, I think that was, was that CBC? It was number one after he got blackballed for being Jesus. And that that's what happens to you when you do some of those things. Isn't that crazy to think about that here in America, a country that was founded on Christianity, yes. that if you make films about Christianity, yeah. about Jesus, about God, that you're blacklisted? Right, that's that is so crazy, crazy to it, me. It shows the soul of so many in our country. It's dark. And it, and it goes to show that there is a movement, whether we acknowledge it or not, right. to, to, to do away with Christianity, to not allow us to express our views of our religion. Tracy said last night, this could be good news as well, last night at 7 o'clock at Marcus Theater in Dardine Prairie in the St. Louis area, it wasn't busy at all, so that was there. Um, let's see, what else did I want to give in there? Anyway, um, this opportunity, when it comes to promote Sound of Freedom, is an opportunity for you to go and have your voice heard. Now, I also have seen things that have happened when it comes to the fake reporting of numbers, too, and tickets not being exactly counted as they should when it comes to Sound of Freedom, because they don't want this movie to get all the hype. We're, we can't have that. 
Um, and then I came across this woman, for what it is, who posted to TikTok because she was pissed off about what happened in her movie theater. Tabitha, I'm curious, since you own a security company and you work in the movie industry, what you think about this and what the possibilities of this is when it can happen. So, don't know if any one of you have already been to see The Sound of Freedom, but my friends and I just walked out. Hi. And we are curious what your experiences were in the movie theater because we pre-ordered our tickets. Paid for them, they were claimed, got the link sent. This is an AMC theater in Pineville, North Carolina. Some point today, the tickets got refunded to my friend and we couldn't figure out why. So we come anyways to the theater after dinner and they're like, oh, well, we refunded all the tickets because there's no air conditioning in our theaters. Okay, whatever, we don't care. Are you still showing it? Yeah, you can, you can still watch it. So we get to thinking, why did they not send out a notice in the email saying, hey, we refunded your tickets because there's no air conditioning. Um, and we just are curious, why, they, why, why didn't they let us know? There was no one in that theater. There was us four and four other people, eight people in the theater on a Friday night. There was air conditioning in the lobby. There was air conditioning in the hallways. There was air conditioning in the bathrooms, not the theaters. They don't have the bartender or anything in the theater. I smell something stinky and I think it's shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's absolutely right. It is stinky. Well, in an, an auditorium, there, as a matter of fact, this just happened to me uh, uh, two weeks ago when I was working out in Nixon, Missouri. The air conditioning was fine in the hallway. It was fine in the lobby. We did not have air conditioning for whatever reason in the auditorium we were in. Interesting. That does happen. Now, in our case, they did not cancel the screening. Uh, it was free anyway, so there was no one to refund. But people were very warm and not happy about it. I, I, I work at AMC theaters quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of them canceling, you know, typically. But at the same time, I, I could potentially understand it. I don't know what the temperature is there, sure. how warm it is, but I know that safety and health comes first. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't know. Whatever that particular experience was there, I 100% believe it in that theater because she started recording as soon as she was walking out of that theater and showing and said what theater... Oh, I believe what she said is true. I'm not that, doubting what she's saying. That, that it happened because she could get in trouble for that. But she's like calling it out. This is exactly what happened. This is why they did this. Yeah, to me... That's bullshit. The only thing I that can, is bullshit. The only what thing they I can with that. think of is that you know when you when you pre-sell tickets, people buy their tickets online, and then they all come to the theater, and then all of a sudden you have this big group of people who can't see a movie because it's too hot. There's no air conditioning. I can kind of understand that, but I don't understand them not telling them why. Exactly. Correct. Not Correct. explaining. Well, this is why, and not only that, but I don't see that. I, it doesn't make sense to me because I think theater managers, and I know many of them, say, you know, when they, if you cancel tickets, people don't know. Not everybody's looking at their email. Not everyone knows right, it's canceled. Right, you wouldn't know. Because we've had, we have screenings that we hold, uh, promotional screenings in the thunderstorms, in tornado warnings, uh, on the iciest, coldest days. And you know what? Mm -hmm. We don't cancel them. 
because we know we can't get the word out to people. Correct. So we have to work on those days regardless of the temperatures. Am I so wrong for thinking that's crap in that me. theater? It, it doesn't make sense to me at all that they right. did, that they would cancel. We try to give every set of the story. We really do. We're not and just... I'm, yeah, I'm trying to make some logic to it, but, it, but it, I don't understand why they would do that because theaters, we all know, you cannot talk to everyone. I mean, people who buy tickets, they don't all look at their email. They wouldn't you, know they're going to come there anyway. You know what makes sense to me? What? The theater owner being liberal. Yes, that crossed my mind too, Joe. Or not into that movie or that movement. Correct. Yeah. Well, and like we have people that are here, just one person, I'm not going to mention his name because I really don't want to give him any more credit except for he is the example of people, they they consider it a right-wing movie. But it isn't. If you go and see the movie, it is. There's no politics. It's a people movie. Please it tell me. It's about please children. Tell me you have not, oh my God, Lizzie! Please tell me you've not heard people call that a right wing movie. Oh yeah, uh, all the time. You're Everyone kidding. Is. No, haven't you seen about that? kids being trafficked? There's, yes. Oh my gosh, have you seen? There are there are people. No, out you just there. gave me chills. There is. It's, it's. I just posted something about yes. it on Facebook, on my personal Facebook page last night. You got it. Kevin there are Sorbo lib- called people out for it. I'll have to go back and look. It's it, about bringing light to kids being yeah, trafficked. Yes, yes, yes. Because people As think sex it's slaves. Conspiracy yes. that it's that it's not even true. But I will tell you, the owners of AMC are not are not super liberal. Well, and you would think they would want money no matter what. But it, that's where the conspiracy of all this, I think, comes in. That people that are right of center think about Democrats or progressives anyway because they do not want this movie to get out oh or they make fun of it oh my God. or they make fun of people who go watch it. And when you watch this movie, it will bring tears to your eyes and motivate you both at the same time. There is absolutely huh. nothing political in this movie. No, it it's a true story. It is, it is. It's, and it's not even all about America. I don't want to give too much more away because you need to go see the movie, but it's not even what you think it is when you go watch it. Two million kids estimated to be in uh, traffic each oh, year. Oh, it breaks my heart. World. So Kevin Sorbo, we all know who Kevin, I think most of us know who Kevin Sorbo Tarzan. is. Uh, Tarzan. He <laughs> tweeted this and I shared it on my personal Facebook page. The media praised cuties but criticizes the sound of freedom that should tell you everything you need to know. Remember what? Remember the film Cuties, the show. Yeah, yes, Cuties yes. about little girls being dressed up like provocative right. adults, right. paraded around, and little minuscule costumes, um, all sexed up and dolled up. I mean, that promoted a word that we can't say on the uh. show uh, that starts with a P, and. It, it's he's absolutely right and i guess you're right lizzie because uh a a democrat liberal on the chat line is saying this is just a right-wing talking point which is sad sick and i I don't know if i'll ever take a private message from that individual again if that person is saying that this movie is right wing correct when we're talking about kids being trafficked and everything that goes with that correct sex slaves and it's so much worse. There are How things dare that's you just despicable. It is that, despicable. Saying that it's that's just, just a right-wing topic, child sex trafficking. Half of them haven't even gone to see the movie, I, so they don't even I, know what the movie is. I'm going to give you a chance to, no, to redeem to yourself on that, sir, because that, I don't know, that's... Bannable. That's bannable from this it, show. It is bannable because we are all about. This is Tim Ballard, a legitimate guy children. talking about what he did, what he encountered. This is a real man who is doing yeah. the interview circuit. You won't see him on CNN and all the liberal 
talk shows. You won't see him on local news talking about what's happening, but should be. I agree with Tracy, one of our friends and listeners. She said, Vic, has that person watched the movie? If he has and is still saying that, he is mentally ill, period. She is absolutely right. If you watch this movie and do not have empathy for children, whether they're in America or all across the world, you are mentally ill or, or until- evil, evil, evil. Evil. Or until you've met people. I used to do some stories and I became friends with some women who were trafficked. Uh, I did a couple news stories and I, I get chills just even talking, thinking back to what these women have done. What's yes. really sad is they end up in dance clubs a lot too. Yes, they do. Clubs. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, um, I learned a lot about that as yes. well. And you have people that have no idea what is actually going on. Um, making comments. Um, and the movie is well, very, very mild. It is mild. Compared it, it to what's graphic. really going yes, on out yes. there. The fact that babies, and this is very graphic. Oh, if you it don't, is graphic. Put your earmuffs on. If you don't want to hear this. If you yeah, don't. Tell it, Tab. Put your earmuffs on if you don't want to hear this. There are children. There are children. Are we, are we getting, we're not, well, Rumble won't do anything to us. Oh, any I'm other not going to use any of the band words. Okay. No. Uh, there are women who are sold, obviously, into trafficking. And from there, they are forced to give birth to children. And these babies are not treated like humans or treated like animals. And they place them in cages. And they raise them like animals in cages with no human contact. They don't teach them how to speak, how to read, how to write. Uh, And and it's really sad and it makes me sick that this is happening. But this is truth and it it has happened. And there is proof that this exists, that there are babies raised to be trafficked from birth. It is the only life they know it is worse than anything you guys could possibly imagine. imagine. Oh, but this has been going on since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time. Oh, absolutely. You're right. This isn't new. No big deal. Right. This is not new. No. This is not new. My daughter... that doesn't mean that that we shouldn't be bringing light to it. Oh, we do need to bring it up. You know No, I was was making reference to something that that person said. Oh, right. Yeah, this this isn't new. When There's one part of the movie, and I am going to say that, that just brought chills, is... When you are sex trafficked, even here in America, you are branded with a like a tattoo of the pimp or of the head person. My, my daughter, who's now a prosecutor and, and prosecutes sex trafficking, and this is why she became a prosecutor, she worked physically with the people that were trafficked, and she would bring them to church with us and sit with us. And we would be sitting there with about four or five women that had been incarcerated for prostitution. And why my daughter wanted to fight it the other way is these victims, because that they are trafficked, they are actually the victim, but they're the ones that would go to jail. It wasn't the pimp. It wasn't the one that was selling them. And they would be used five and six times a night. Well, the sad part about this is, is they would come and sit to church with us, but we would have to have many, many people sitting with us. And it would send chills because they would sometimes be sitting in front of us and they would all have different branding tattoos. And they are scarred for the rest of their lives because they continue to act that behavior because they act like animals. And I don't mean to be mean, but it's this is a real thing. And if people think it isn't real, I we live in the middle of America and we were sitting with people at church because my daughter would go pick them up from the home they had to live in, sit with us at church, and my heart would just 
ache for them. They would tell us the most graphic stories of what was done with them. So sorry if I'm getting a little bit angry with liberals who act like this is no big deal. It's not all You're, liberals either. It's no, not. It's, it isn't. This it is isn't. why I am shocked. That, I mean, literally, I'm, I'm surprised. It's the liberal media. It's I easier to look the other way. Correct. I've correct. seen CNN do what they do, but of course, I know who they are, and that's why nobody watches them. I saw them calling this a, a QAnon movie or a Q movie. I right saw me. that too. I, but I didn't break. realize that actual people were saying this and trying to stop others from seeing this movie, yes, calling it correct. a right-wing conspiracy theory movie. Yeah. This isn't yeah. a political issue. God. It is not a political This is a human I mean, you never know where this show is going to go. But it's not like, a conspiracy either. That's no, it isn't a conspiracy. Life. It is real life. And and when they they always want to hook it to QAnon. And as far as I know, I don't even know. I mean, I know what people say QAnon is, but it's not even a thing. And if it was a thing, it's not even a thing anymore. So that doesn't even make any sense. So just stop it. And it, well, it, it's coming back. I mean, they're, you know, with the with the election coming yes, up. Yes, However, right. it has nothing to do with any of this. You're and, right. And, you know, I'm always saying, and people always ask me for proof, I I always say we are the majority doesn't feel like we are the majority but we are the majority we are the ones with the most dollars in this country people don't believe that but i think this shows that that is correct because you know what they are conservatives are coming out in droves and not just conservatives right anyone who cares about humans comes out in droves to see this film it we need to get to yeah, yeah i was looking at, i was looking the last on. two days for strong contents uh, yes. right now he is he started to do some interviews on some massive shows and i'm glad and i saw one of them uh what's interesting too with the movie he actually said they saved hundreds more kids than actually the number that is given in the movie too. and that's, that's happening awesome. and it, you know what what and no one talks about this you don't hear it in the media i see it on linkedin because i have a lot of friends that work uh in in policing in these fields Every single day, somewhere in here, in this country, in the United States, dozens of children are rescued from trafficking. Right here in the United States, dozens of kids, every single day, somewhere in an operation to save kids. Sometimes, hundreds at a time. Think about that. Wow. Well, this is the problem that we have with the border, which we got into uh, just a few weeks ago with our friend John Rourke, uh, Operation Cleanup at the Border, uh, which we, you know, if you haven't, remember to check out his podcast on Tuesdays and Fridays because he's, he's growing now, is what he said, the kids show up and are literally assigned without parents um, to groups. We'll just call them yes. groups. Yes. And then they, they go disappear. on their way. And they, they disappear. disappear. That's sad. The disappearing. And you know where, and and some of these kids, you know, whenever I talk about stopping illegal activity at the border, stop people from coming across, a lot of it's to protect the kids. So many of those kids, they don't even make it here. They They are killed. They are gang raped uh, along the way. It's, It's not... A, a crazy right-wing talking point Correct. that actually happens. And I recommend that if you go, you you don't necessarily have to take a little kid, but we took our youngest that is 14, and I think it's imperative that you start taking preteens and older so they can see the reality, so that they can help you. That We get frustrated sometimes because we know that our country's going in completely the wrong direction. And one way to start is to be truthful with your children, bring them to these things and show them the reality so they grow up fighting for this. Kathleen, thank you. I'm glad that you put that in there as well because I'm I'm shocked that it has become a right versus left. It's hard Correct. for me to believe that, but Kathleen is she says She's right. Senator Tracy McQuarrie is a major force in stopping sex trafficking uh and Senator Tracy McQuarrie is a Democrat. So, uh we try to get truth out there, truth on all sides. So, thank you for uh putting that out there, Kathleen.
Um, yeah, um, I've seen LA, New York uh, hubs for trafficking. The other ones are Detroit and Seattle. Um, those are other top cities that I've seen. And it's at every major event, big concerts. You know, and I, and I hate to throw this out there, but some of our the biggest in it because it's not their fault, the the artist. But at several of these big concerts, guess what happens around that? Just like the Super Bowl, just like other big events, there is trafficking that takes place. Oh, oh my gosh! It just that that it all freaking just blows my mind that that stuff can happen. It's so rampant that if we knew the gravity of it all, we wouldn't be able to sleep at night. You're I right; heard, we wouldn't be able to sleep. I heard at one point St. Louis was that we had the highest uh, stats yeah. as far as we did at one point. And what I was told when I did because my, of where we're located. Yes, right. yes, yes. The, the corridors, the, the highways. Yes, it comes right through centrally located. Uh, can go to a variety of cities. Um, I can't believe it's it's sad when you start to think about it. We can get to a variety of other big cities fairly easy yes as well um because we broadcast this show out of the st louis uh metropolitan area so anyway um if anybody sees or hears please send it to us wherever you can get it to us lizzie tabitha myself uh joe if anybody's calling this a right wing movie right wing mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. points right wing this right wing that especially when we know about every presidential document that's out there. We know about all of uh, Hunter Biden's associates, and we have people coming forward and giving names of Biden crime syndicates, yet we still not know one name from the Epstein list. Correct. And it's so crazy. It, it and yet so crazy. one woman sits in jail because of it. She a trafficked woman. kids to who? I guess to, to no who? one. To nobody. To, to no herself. One. <laughs> yes, to herself. She just did all the trafficking. And in the midst of all of that going on, and yes, you have seen legitimate lists with people who have visited Epstein, Epstein Island, whether they knew what was going on or not, yet all of these massive names throughout our country, whether it's politics or entertainment, uh, investors, you name it, not one name from that list has been shown forward. That is not by accident. And look who look how they recruited these these kids to take to Epstein Island. They took advantage of literally kids who are disadvantaged Already, who were attending yes. camps because their parents didn't have money or they were, you know, uh, otherwise having problems. They went to uh, kids that were getting counseling for drug addiction. Yes. I mean, that's where they recruited these kids from. It is, dis- it is it the is lowest disgusting. of the low. And we, it is. we don't know the names. We don't know where they're at. Obviously, they're not sitting in a jail cell. And nobody's looking for them for the no very one's. reason that you're saying. No. Their parents already don't care about them. So like we had said to our kids, if you would ever go missing for sex trafficking and the bad guy tells you your parents are dead and they're never going to look for you, we tell them we will never stop looking for you. But the disadvantaged kids, they know. No, nobody's going to come and look at them. And well, you, oh, I just, because that's who they. Well, and that's, that's why who they, they target. That's, that's they're exactly not going right. to target your kids, but they're going to. And they don't kidnap people like people. That's just a myth. That is a myth. You're right. That that is absolutely a myth. And you guys, you know, and no, no matter what platform you're on, please, please, today of all shows, share the show so that people who have common sense and care about children can go watch the show, hear the truth, and and Tab knows so much of the truth about this because she is tr- literally in the movie industry. That's that's what she does when she leaves here. So please, please share the show. Like subscribe all the platforms that you can get on please send us stars as well those stars help us tremendously uh just go about it look at that you can send us those stars 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 uh yeah donna money talks of course it does but 
just remember out of all of the stuff that we're that are that's made to be such a big deal in this country some of the biggest deals we still don't know about and media still refuses to cover despite several athletes and actors and actresses saying we need the list put it out there with all the other documents that get pushed out the one document that doesn't get pushed out and there you go um you know it's and once again um the more light you can bring to a situation the better the more light awareness is key awareness the more it's talked about the more you pay attention the more people actually see what happens and can experience or see or imagine what it would be like to have something like that happen to them or their loved one the better because that's the only way the only way you can start to try to put a dent in it and just because it's been around since the beginning of time does not mean that you don't do anything about it. Maybe that's the democratic talking point. I don't know that. Oh, well it's been around. Yeah. We're not going to make a big deal about that right now. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, no. Um, yeah. As Shelly says, well said the topic should unite people, not separate us. And I, and exactly. I think it, and if anybody ever would. wants to say that this is bad or discredit this or discredit information, it says a lot about them. Or as one of our viewers said, maybe you should look in somebody's basement if they're not 100% on board with a movie like oh, this. Now, not like that, but you know, don't you place some of the blame on the media? Because if the media would actually acknowledge yes, how true 100%. this is and how frequent it is and how it's such a bigger deal than what we even say it is, I think there's a lot of people out there on any side of the political spectrum who would wake up and take notice. It's because media is afraid. There are a bunch of afraid little people that, oh, we just want to stay. You want people to watch you, but you don't want to make waves. Um, as I was told, just go be quiet. Just don't, don't be that way. Pick your battles, collect your paycheck. Just be happy. Be happy you have a job because I'm telling you that sentiment is all over media, local and national. And I know it because I lived it and I was there and it's sad. It uh, sad. Hey guys, don't go anywhere. When we come back after this quick break, just to show you our partners, which help make the show go, uh, and please support them. Um, when we come back, something else that'll just blow your mind. It has to do with landlords being told they have to do something with illegals. And is this just in one state? Well, this is so far in one state, but but there's more to it than that. They are also going to be policing you and arresting you. Okay. A lot going on. Yeah, you won't want to miss this subject coming back in about two minutes. It's Tab's Take. Uh, we'll get right into that. We'll break it down. By the way, uh, Kim Gardner received some really bad news. The former St. Louis Circuit attorney. Um, yeah, she's not out of the woods. We'll tell you what's happening from that standpoint. And uh, what Democrats are calling a very controversial uh, rollout for voting laws. Yeah, Republicans actually wanting to see who is voting so you can prove who you are. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, the House has rolled out this controversial bill. Oh, my God, it's so controversial because we actually want to prove who you are when you vote. Oh, I can't wait till we talk about that. Cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks is here. Pro Joe uh, on the engineering boards. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, share the show wherever you can. Uh, back with more in just a couple moments. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carol House. 
The attention to detail is unmatched, and so is the value. Nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carol House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Finder online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to CancelTheShow.com. Once again, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks alongside Pro Joe as well, bringing it to you on this podcast, this July 11th podcast. Tuesday, love everybody jumping in with us. Thanks again. Remember to like, subscribe, share the show and everything that we do. Um, send those stars. We love it. Send those stars. That helps us as well when you send those stars on Facebook. Um... Before we got into Tab's take, I had to bring this up. I found it interesting. Tab said she had no idea who Jack White was. <laughs> and then once somebody reminded me, I'm like, okay, I knew. Now I, you I, know who I he know is. I know who the White Stripes are, at least. Okay. 
But either way, I don't care about his political opinion. I yeah, care less it's, what it's, this guy's Well, he was trying to cancel celebrities like Guy Fieri, Mel Gibson, Joe Rogan, Mark Wahlberg. What are you gonna, I mean, give me a break. Cancel these guys because um, all four of them attended the UFC 290 fight night in Vegas, and they were all with Trump. And so this this jackass, Jack White, sorry, there's no need to go out and intentionally go after people, especially when you have not been provoked. You've not even been provoked, Jack. Anybody who, quote, normalizes or treats this disgusting fascist, racist con man, disgusting piece of shit Trump with any level of respect is also, also, all caps also, disgusting in my book. Um, that's you, Joe Rogan, Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, Guy Fieri. This is a statement from me, not a discussion debate. Jack White. <laughs> I don't care Tough what guy, Jack White. I'm tired of hearing the uh, political opinions of various artists, whether they are actors or whether they are musicians, your opinion is no more valuable than anyone else's. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Stick to your music. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. here's the thing. When you know you don't have anything good and you're, it's unprovoked and you don't have anything to feel good about, yes, you're going to rip somebody else. Correct. And right now, unfortunately, the DNC does not have anybody that they feel good about in the White House with Biden, with Kamala Harris, right. with Hunter, with the DOJ, any of them. Um, Mayorkas, I mean, everything. Pete Booty Juice, it's all a disaster. So, of course, it's easy to go rip somebody else unprovoked and do whatever you want to do. People are are so blind. You know, we, we release these reels for the show, right? You know, we have a marketing person. They release reels on our on our Cancel, Facebook page, yeah. Instagram. And I do read the comments. Believe it or not, all the comments pop up on my phone. So I see every single one of them. And it, I don't reply to them because I just don't have time. But they're all liberals who, who yes. send these comments in. It's and, hysterical, actually. And all of them say, oh, we're in the best economy we've <laughs> uh -huh, ever been in. And uh -huh. I, every once in a while, I think I just need to go on there and, and show them the truth. But, you know, you can't talk sense into no. these people. We already showed the video yesterday. You, yeah, you cannot talk sense into people who already have right. no common sense. Correct. And then people <laughs> like Jack White, who I think, you know, very talented person. When yep, super a, talented dude. When an artist, now we're here because uh, we're here because of how we feel. And and somebody like him, though, he needs to uh, appeal to all audiences. And so they immediately, immediately alienate well, half the people listen to them. Yeah, well, here's More a, than half sometimes. It, well, Garth Brooks did that. And he's got people ripping him. The other issue is this. Is as super talented as Jack White is, it's not like he's selling out concerts. No, out I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> I mean, at times people will do this to try to get into the limelight, to try to generate some controversy. It's so all about people, being relevant. So that people will, he may have gotten a new consultant, who knows. Uh, hey man, uh, people forgotten about you, like Tabitha Hassel. We really want her to follow you now. So could you really say something like that? Um, <laughs> Tara says, wow, Jack White sounds like my mother. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> we all have a relative that sounds like oh that. yes White. we all have them. Yes, I, I had to hit that before we got into your tab steak because i found it very um 
interesting. We always try to tell about those stories when they happen. It, it, it is really sad when you see um, that stuff. You know what, Joe? I sent it over the weekend. Do we still have Trump walking out with Dana White? If you do, let me know um, at the UFC fight because Trump shows up. And it really is interesting because the guys who have really called out our previous topic about the Epstein list and child sex trafficking, they're UFC fighters. And when they get the mic, they're saying it. And everything that they say isn't political, most of us, besides Colby Covington, a massive Trump supporter. But they're like, where's where's the Epstein list? Um, black, white, I was just going to say, Latina, Hispanic, they're all They're all speaking out, out yes, they're about They're using it. their platform for a good purpose. And then you have a guy like this Jack... Um, who wants to say these things? Uh, check out Trump walking out at UFC the other night. This is, so, oh, this is freaking awesome. I mean, and, yeah. As you might expect, <laughs> over the International Fight Week, a lot of people are in the building, uh, but no one needs more security than the former president of the United States, obviously a really good friend of Dana White. Oh, my word. I mean, listen, he's a massive, massive fight fan, and that just shows how big this event is. Donald Trump has loved the fights for a long time. He's often at Madison Square Garden, but the International Fight Week, he has to show up, show his support. He has done from since day one. It's good to see him here, Dom. Oh, it's no surprise that this man is here because this is the only thing that stayed open in all of sports during yeah, yeah, some of yeah. the darkest times. Glad he's here. All right, let's go. <laughs> that gives me chills. So, uh, me too. And he's coming out to me Kid too. Rock. Oh, that, that and Biden was home oh. eating his ice cream. And the cheers yes. that you hear in the background, the yes. cheers. I mean, that shows every. If somebody, can you imagine if Biden walked in there? I mean, first Walk. of all, those people would boo him. They would boo him. I they mean, would is there anywhere that Biden's been? Oh my God, that's cheers? a great point. If he shows up at any sporting event, has he, he ever had cheers? No. The DNC knows people wake up. Yeah. Have you ever seen a video anywhere, even at his own rallies, where people cheer when he comes in? Yeah. I have never seen one. <laughs> it, it sounds well, like Tabitha, this. for people to cheer, they have to show up. That's it. <laughs> I know. That's right. People don't even trust his own rallies. He's still talking to six people in a corner. <laughs> It's yes. crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's the that's the fun part where we can laugh a little bit. Um and give thanks to where it should be. But um we've got a crazy, crazy tabs take today because this is one where I can definitely see happening and it's unfortunate. So uh Joe, go ahead and roll it. Well, as most of you guys know, we recently purchased land, a property in the great communist state of Illinois. <laughs> and it is crazy what's going on. The people in Illinois are fantastic. They really are. But of course, we, we're not, we don't have to get into Illinois politics. The majority of Illinois, they're folks just like us. Look at the map. But here's what's so crazy in Illinois. Uh, two crazy things. It, this is a two-parter. First of all, on June 30th, <laughs> Governor, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, he signed into law SB 1817. This amends the Illinois Human Rights Act to include immigration status as a protected class. And what that means, and if we see it happening in Illinois, guess what? It's going to happen in other areas as well, because that's how it always works. A protected class. That means it is now a civil rights violation if you choose not to rent or 
Oh my God. Or sell to Ugh. someone who is illegal here in this country. Oh my God. Illegally. So now it is part of the Discrimination <sighs> Act. So if, if you're a landowner, if you own property, and let's say you're wanting to rent it, you're wanting to sell it, and you're asking people to fill out an, a rental, let's say, rental application, and you find out that they are not United States citizens, they are here illegally by law, you still have to rent it to them because they are now a protected class. These are people who entered our country illegally, wow. illegally, in this country illegally. And in the state of Illinois, they are allowed to have driver's licenses. As of Florida, I, I think you guys know DeSantis recently outlawed driver's licenses to non-residents, non-U.S. residents in Florida. But in the state of Illinois, it, not only can they buy property, purchase property, being here illegally, but if you're a landlord, you have to rent to them. And then Illinois is going to take it one notch further. And Joe, I have a video I sent you if you want to cue that up. They t the, Ill the state of Illinois is taking this one step further. Now, guess what they're going to do? They're going to start hiring illegals, people who are here in this country illegally as police officers. Wait, this wait has already Say passed. that again. Repeat that again. This has already passed both the House and the Senate in the state of Illinois. Wow. If you are here in this country illegally, you can become a police officer. That's scary. In the state of Illinois. So they will be the ones, the illegals is what you're saying, could very well be the one at our traffic stops. Absolutely And could literally so. be the one putting us in jail. And they may be coming over here and they hate us. And they're going to be our law enforcement when we go through Illinois. And you know if it's happening in Illinois, it's eventually going to happen it's, in other liberal it's states. It's eventually going to happen Oh my God! Everywhere, it's eventually going to happen. What is everywhere. the sound? What is the sound? And so we're going to listen to a video. This is a wow. A Republican senator in Illinois talking exactly about what has just passed in the state of Illinois. This is this insane. This is a fundamentally bad idea. There's no fixing it. There's no amending it. There's no nothing. It's just a fundamentally bad idea. I don't care where this individual is from. Australia, they should not be able to arrest a United States citizen on United States soil. Canada should not be able to arrest a United States citizen on United States soil. You wouldn't hand this over to the Russians and say, here, come arrest us. There is a greater principle at stake here than the stuff we typically argue about in this building, a much greater principle. And you cannot hand the power to arrest any citizen of the United States, let alone the ones we represent here in Illinois, over to someone who's not a United States citizen. Thank you, Madam President. Isn't that unbelievable? Ooh, that that is, is unbelievable. That's Senator Chapin Rose, and I will tell you what, he is spot on. Can yeah. you imagine, can you imagine people here Illegal, illegal, I can become a police even. officer. So you've committed a felony, but you are allowed to become a police officer in the state of Illinois. I mean, where is this world going? And you know, in, in Vic, I know we're going to talk in a minute about, uh, uh, about some voting laws and changes that are going to take place. Do you know in Washington, D.C. and in New York City, illegals, people who are felons, people who are here illegally can vote in local elections?
And this is not even constitutional, is it? I mean, it is not constitutional. It is absolutely, it's not constitutional for them to be here. Correct. So correct. none of the uh, nothing else is going to be. Where did you say again? Wow. Canada? In the, in New York City and Washington D.C., illegals, people who are non-citizens, can legally vote in local elections. And in many states in our country, they can vote in federal only elections, federal elections, not local elections, but federal elections. But yet Democrats continue, continue to to place them in these positions of authority. So now they're a protected class in the state of Illinois, meaning that if they want to rent your home, they want to purchase your home, even though they're not legal citizens, you have to, by law, rent to them. You have to sell to them. And now if you have a person who is not a United States citizen and they apply to be a police officer, you have to hire them. Aaron says he can't wait till an illegal cop shoots a black criminal in Chicago and the left's brains break not knowing how to respond to it. Good point. That's a very really good, good point. point. How uh, can you process Kevin wow. said, Someone. are you kidding me? MS-13 cops? Um, how do you do oh a background? How, how do you do a background check? You can't. On, you on, can. an, you can. on an illegal. You cannot. You you cannot vet someone. And let's say that was a problem we had with Af- with the Afghani's that came over. Not to say by any means that the majority of Afghani's were were bad people. But when the Afghans came over to our country, we couldn't vet them as much as we said we did because they all have the same name. And I'm not saying that to be a jerk. It's actually true. There are a lot of people named Mohammed, Mohammed. A lot of people who have the same names. It is impossible to vet people Most popular who come name over in here the world, from I'm other told. countries. That is absolutely true. And you cannot vet somebody who has the same name as 100,000 other people. You can't do it. And a lot of people that come over here, they don't bring their documents. They don't right, bring they their don't. birth certificate. They don't. they don't bring their driver's license from their other country or a state ID or a, a, you know, a country ID. Right. They're not bringing their passports over. We have no way to vet these people. But yet they're going to be given a gun and they're going to be placed in a position of authority. Wow, I mean, and most of these people are good imagine. people, but we know there's there's, there's many that are not. Only, yeah, it only takes one for exactly. a national story. It's like the Mexican cartel will be running these states. That's exactly um, what's going to happen, Lizzie. Wow. That's exactly what's going to wow. happen. Wow, unreal. Uh, yeah, and in the midst of this going on with tabs take, and it's it's a it's it's a fascinating, sickening. Yes, Michelle, I want to vomit when I hear the yes. things that are going um, on, but. I'm not even worried about the Mexican cartel. I'm worried about Chinese. I, exactly. Good point. That's Good why, point. Yes. Yeah, that's why. And that's Good why I, I wanted to play There's this. There's already police stations, right? There are yes, already there are police stations. Chinese Including police one stations. in St. Louis, we were told by the guests that we had on here. Yes, that's correct. Yes, that is correct. And I'm with you, Joe. That's why I wanted to play this video, because as, as Senator Rose stated, it, this is about all people here illegally it doesn't matter if they're australians uh wherever they are from uh, europe i don't care if you're not a u.s citizen here you have a no right to civil liberties and b you have no right to be our police officers you have no right to arrest me if you're not even a citizen the other issue that you have going on with all of this right now is the fact that um you continue to have democrats not all but there it's part of the the dnc's movement right now to have kids, and I repeat the word kids, as young as 16, be able to vote. <laughs> and they figure wow. as young as 16. Um, the Republicans in the House have rolled out a new voting law. It's called ACE, and it's warning Americans to watch out for Democratic deception that's starting to come out. And when you own the media, local media and national media, um, you're you're getting a big head start. So they introduced a bill. It's aimed at securing election integrity. 
Um, and we already know what Democrats or the DNC will call it. They'll call it racist because we've got to have a strong word to go after anything that we don't want that's going to make things fair, right, and just. Now, all this bill is doing, and it's already getting ripped um, by Democrats. <laughs> this blows my mind. American confidence in elections. ACE, American Confidence in Elections. That's that it. That sounds common sense to okay, me. Okay, the bill includes a photo ID requirement to cast a federal election ballot. What's wrong with that? I know, 30, what, 31, 32 states already require ID. So what is wrong with that? Number two. Wow. It bans bars, won't allow non-citizens, illegals, from voting. Okay, very controversial so far, right? Three, requires annual maintenance of voter rolls. And it prevents the mailing of unsolicited ballots to rolls that have not been maintained. It provides. That's it. That's it. As part of that, it provides a death index. So if you're somebody and you're in charge Bingo. of the polls, you can take a death index and cross-reference it to make sure that people who are no longer alive are not voting. I mean, how can anyone say they don't want to protect elections unless you plan to cheat right and right. wasn't it hillary it's all about cheating and hillary clinton was the one who backed real id remember that yes she yes. sure changed her uh, stance on that she pretty sure quick did. didn't she she sure did so you you may you may hear some of this coming out you may not but that's all republicans are trying to do now american confidence uh, ace is all they're trying to do with this bill right now um where that's what, that's what they're trying to do they're trying to I guarantee this is this is they're gonna they're gonna bring back that real ID stuff for this reason right here. We're all gonna have chips. Easy to vote, Ugh. hard to cheat. Easy to vote, hard to. And cheat. And now you know this is Easy never to vote hard to never cheat. going to pass. It's already been stated. It's dead in the water. Never going to happen. Democrats will never support it. And it is one hundred percent backed by Republicans. Um, because it's fair, it's honest, it's just. And there's not one Democrat anywhere that can say that any one of those... Let's just break it down to ID, <laughs> just straight, you and, and, non and non-citizens. If you're an illegal, you can't vote, and you have to show an ID. Just breaking it down to those two little things. And Democrats really. don't want it. They don't Once want again, it. you need to check the house of somebody who would say that we can't prove who people are when they vote and we can't have illegals voting and they're fine with dead people voting absolutely fine with it yeah they like dead people voting that's who makes up the majority of their vote well did you even know about that this is a dead person was remember ashley babbitt from j6 after she died her husband aaron got five ballots at his house showing how much the cheating is going on. She was dead and still got like four ballots in no, her name. No question about it. Did. And you know what's what's more interesting about this also is that it would also open up a lot of this information to the public. Yes. So that means, you know how right now we have so little, uh, so little trust in the voting system? Well, all of the records would need to be released publicly so that any of us can look up the voter polls. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And of course they don't want that to happen, no, they do don't. they? They, they don't, don't want us, like let's say people on the show, going and looking at the voting registration, looking at all the information, looking at all the counts and scrutinizing it, do they? Why? Because they're cheating. If you're not cheating, why wouldn't you why would you care about any of this? Well, we all know that. You wouldn't. Yep. And it's not a political issue. It's an issue where it's the most like, yeah, voting's the most important thing we do in this country. 
literally the most important thing we do and they don't want to secure it it's just ridiculous like terry even says so we have to get the some like a v cupcake right cupcake in this country and we all have to get real ids and we have to have background checks for any state federal jobs of course airlines going on and on but they just walk in and do whatever they want just craziness i mean it's just unreal and i know we've keep saying it and saying it but people in the chat line are so frustrated because they can absolutely see the hypocrisy it just never ends it never ends um, speaking of the hypocrisy and things that are going on, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. We love it when you guys send stars, like, and subscribe the platforms we're on. Uh, yesterday we did talk to people because of our, uh, pandemic talk, uh, last week, uh, we had to take a time out for seven days. So maybe next Friday, I think if you're a YouTube person, we'll be back on there, but check out rumble rumble's amazing. Um, and of course we're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, cloud hub, um, all those things. Um, Kim Gardner is gone, but the residue from her tenure is yes. not. Missouri State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick said he's going to continue an ongoing audit of Gardner's office despite her abrupt resignation earlier last year. So I don't know what's going to or not last year, but um, last month, two months now. So that's going to continue. I have no idea what they're going to find. Something has to be going on for this to continue on. Um, we got the, we got news yesterday that the audit will be a comprehensive review of the office's policies and finances, and it's just part of a broader probe into the entire administration of what was there and everybody leaving and why cases were not uh, taken care of and where money was going from the city. So this came out yesterday after our show. Uh, there are so many, so many people in the city of St. Louis and surrounding communities that wanted it to continue on to bring mm -hmm. light and to make sure that nothing like this could ever happen again. What do you think about that? I'm fine with it. At yeah. first I was like, well, like by God, I didn't think that this would continue on. But mm -hmm. it's going to, and it's not going to stop. And um, Fitzpatrick, Auditor Fitzpatrick, said he's not going to stop. Well, and that's a good thing, because like you said, her residue, so to speak, is lingering on and on. There's just so much that Fitzpatrick needs to investigate. Uh, but we haven't, it's been very quiet in the St. Louis area. Gabe mm -hmm. Gore, uh, hopefully working and doing everything that he can to try to get a team together. Uh, usually when things are quiet, it's good. Well, did you see what the law enforcement is doing in that area? They are finally cracking down and they're having what they call blitzes, like police blitzes. And they're literally pulling over people for expired plates, warrants for arrests and all of that. What? And I'm, They're really pulling they, over people for expired they plates? They really are. They've done it now twice. They've done it two times. But they're calling it. I'm, I'm That's calling called it revenue. Blitz. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is called revenue. But whatever it is, they're finding people and they in each of the last two weekends, they've had over a hundred people caught with their violation. And I know that doesn't sound like many considering all the violations. Right, right. However, it's a good start. Why don't they do that in the city of St. Louis? I would love it if they put up uh, stops on the highways going in and out of the city. Yes. Uh, you, it's so funny to me that things like this happen and yet I'll be out driving and I'll see a vehicle with zero license plate. Yes. Absolutely none. It's not that they have an expire plate. They just have none. Well, they and that's where I'm talking over. about is in the city of St. Louis. It's the St. Louis Metropolitan PD is doing it. And while they're doing these blitzes or whatever they're calling, St. Louis City Sheriff's Department is doing the patrolling. 
So that's what's going well, on. It I'm glad like to we'll hear be that. Saved by 15 minute cities. Right, yeah. exactly. Gosh, and then we won't need to worry about it, will we, Joe? Right, we'll just be safe because we'll in have our to walk. Little, yeah, that's we, right. We we'll can't have, to, have cars. We'll have to go through checkpoints and scan our real IDs. You know, chips in our hands, and yeah, yeah. it's going to be great. It it's is going to be so fun. That's why they want the chaos. And correct, um, correct. A, a final topic that I had on the list today, guys. Um, it is sad and it's crazy and it's insane, but MSNBC literally a few days ago is claiming that the far right has an obsession with working out and being fit. And this all tied back to uh, RFK because he looked very fit and he takes care of himself. And then you had another quote, health specialist talking about the pandemic and how everything he says is right. And he is super, 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 super out of shape. So (laughs) MSNBC actually tied right wing quote fitness to Adolf Hitler, neo-Nazis, and white supremacy. That's just maybe the strangest thing I've ever heard in well, my life. Well, yesterday on Rogan's podcast, he and Elon Musk uh, went off on um, MSNBC because they were ripping. They said that people on the far right or Republicans have an infatuation with being healthy. <laughs> That's kind of a contradiction because sometimes they're saying our country's the fattest. And MSNBC now- tweeted the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. That's oh. that, but I mean, look I, at, I know so many very fit liberals. Me I mean, too. that just makes no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, your fitness is definitely not political. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, quote: Being healthy is far right. Holy, f- they're Rogan all the said. vegans. Right. I mean, that makes no sense, does it? I mean, that makes zero sense. I'm pretty, I mean, no. This all has to do with the pandemic. They're trying to oh. tie in. Uh, the column that was written um, says that the groups that are, they're quote, radicalizing young men with neo-Nazis and white supremacist extremist ideologies. Recruitment methods allegedly include giving men health tips and strategies for positive physical changes. And then where they later get exposed to far right content. Oh, good Lord. People, <laughs> it's happening. That's insane. The, the fight is real. The fight is on. Um, you can choose to stick your head in the sand and say, I don't care. Whatever happens to me happens to me. I'm just going to like my life and go on about it. And, um, you Are there know. Are there any vegan Republicans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yes. I mean, I know to me, you. it seems like every person I know who is very far left is a vegan. Yes, yes. No, every, that, that's no. Every single one of them. No, there are. No, they're, they, they're all in the gym all the time. I know two vegans personally who are conservatives. They're all ready for the crickets and the lab meat. <laughs> yes. I mean, come yes. on. You're right. And probably the ones that are, you know, conservatives and they're vegan, they're just not talking about it because it seems like most people that are conservatives that's, just live in their life. You know what? That's just another, and I think, Vic, you're wise enough to recognize this. That is just another attempt at the media to divide us. You well, know, of course, they want to divide us by every single aspect they can. Yes. Now you're supposed to see somebody who works out and they're fit, and they're like, "Oh, they've been indoctrinated." Right. That is just that's just crazy. Darn it! If they get better and healthy, I, I like a good steak, so I don't want to be a vegan. But I certainly don't blame people who want to no, be vegan. No, at all. I get it. None of us. I'm getting ready it. to start a revolution over charcoal, so I get. I definitely <laughs> get it. Right. Yeah. 
yeah so there you go there um you go. Th- this is cancel this cancel this show.com uh just be careful once again you're in a fight whether you want to be in it whether you realize it or not those things are happening all over this country uh and this world for that matter too um be, we, we've talked about it we're not trying to pick fights with the media but the media is always bullying certain things and there are individuals who choose to cover things that they personally want to do and if they have um clout in a newsroom both national or local they're going to win out and those are the kind of things that happen yeah crickets lab meat all of these things that we never thought that we would ever see the day come it's there and of course um if you're on the bad side of an argument and if you're a liberal and the right is promoting healthiness and it goes against certain things that you believed in in the pandemic and instead of swallowing your pride and accepting the fact that we were you know we had issues that where it comes with facts not feelings about things that we did that were not right go ahead and blame the other side but you look silly in doing so that's that's one of the dumbest msnbc articles quotes i think i've ever seen <laughs> they are it they're, is the they're stupidest they, thing it, it is stupid goes to show they don't do research they, they don't their only goal is to divide you know i mean why why aren't there any media outlets i, I mean any who are trying to unite people everyone's ploy is always to divide and not unite well i mean <sighs> Hey, Tabitha, here's a, a message for you. I will eat nuts and berries, not crickets and insects. I am yes. Heather, I am all about <laughs> yes. the nuts and the berries. I if you if you truly mean that, I am telling you what, the best health you will ever be if you eat some grain free granola. That's some good stuff. What'd you say? I live on it these days. Grain I know you like your nuts and berries. Free for, grain free granola. It's I like it's little coconut chips with different types of varieties of nuts. And dried berries, and it is some good stuff. Do you get it in a bag? Yeah, it comes in a bag. And sometimes I make my own now. Jessica says, Tabitha, have you ever looked at the Communist Manifesto? Not that I can think of. Why is that? Not that I can think of. I've read about a lot of the old policies, and I've talked many times about the Holocaust and the, the changes that led up to the Holocaust Obviously, what happened back during communist times, but I don't recall ever reading a communist manifesto. Yeah, if somebody wants to that. let us know what that's all about, we would certainly I will look love that up to tonight. know as well. That that would work. We would definitely get into that too. Because we know that's the plan we are on. We're on the fast track. For what? Communism, socialism, Marxism. Well, that that well that fight's real unless you're somebody who's going to stick their head in the sand and say, "Oh no, that's not there." You guys are just losing your mind. Whatever. Um, everything's fine. Everything. Yeah, we're here. Uh, yeah. Which is going to be started by our money. We talked about that. Jessica sure. says, Mal. For sure. Oh, okay. I think I've, I don't, I'm going to go back and look. I'm not sure. I'm going to go look tonight. That'll be my homework. Is that your, oh yeah. It's going to be your homework. Is that tonight. your tab? Is that your tab take? Maybe the communist? it will. You know what? It maybe be. it will be tomorrow. Maybe the tab take communist yeah. manifesto. Because I think if people really saw and read and understood what communism and socialism is, yeah. they'd be like, we're already here. We're already here. We're already yeah. there. That's a scary thought. It is, but Jessica, it's true. Jessica, that's a great topic to bring up. Very uh, good. We need to talk about that tomorrow. Um, anybody have anything else before we get out of here today, guys? Um, remember to send stars. We love it when you do. Like, subscribe, share the show, everything that we do. Let people know. For our audio podcast only people, you can send this podcast to others to promote it. You send it just like a text. 
Um, we're, we're grateful for any of that support. We appreciate everybody continuing to jump in, uh, liking, subscribing, sending stars, everything that you can. If you know of anybody that we could partner with as well, let us know that. We're grateful for the time. That's going to do it for this podcast on this July 11th, 7-11. Uh, enjoy the day from canceltheshow.com and have a great day. <laughs>